Oh, good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, live in the Shmasi Mimorosu Rispus Mordechai. Now you could leave. We had a guy in says he wanted to hear the good morning, Rabbi Sai. Okay. Today's shear is dedicated Lilian Nishmas, all those who lost their lives on Tzimchas Torah and afterwards L'schus uh, who are fighting right now as we speak this is the time that they fight and that's why we have to increase Torah and Chesed and Mitzvahs at this uh, time L'schus, the Rufuah for all the Chaylim and Be'ezer Hashem, please remind me we'll say Tehillim after this year is over. The, we'll just read a few emails here real quickly. Rebelli, I love this year. Today you said that the religious didn't go to the stand with Israel rally. Now, did everybody understand that I, that's what I said? No, you did, but you corrected yourself. You said that it wasn't. Yeah, so let me explain because I got, I got a few emails about this. I in no way intended to say that religious people didn't go there because I know many people that went Including uh, what's his name, that famous Rashiva Rabbi Ruvain. No, 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 Ruvain, my neighbor's father-in-law. Famous, wrote the book about Balabatim going to, to Shiva guys going to work. Uh, Rabbi Lupiansky. Um, no, some of my friends flew there. I know a lot of people that went there. I said that the religious weren't represented in terms of the speakers. They didn't. They didn't let them speak. Not that they didn't go. Of course, there was thousands and thousands of from people that were there. So if you misunderstood, I apologize. I was there. The majority of the attendees were religious. Okay, I don't know if that's to be precise. I see them weren't there. I shouldn't have read that. Except Chabad, he writes in parentheses. And they weren't. So okay, fine. Good. Be well, Shmuel Landsman. But that's not what I said. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't there. I know that as a joke, somebody put out that I was giving a shear there in the morning. I should have shown that there was, I think that was more of a litzonist than anything else. Dear Rebelli. First of all, I would like to add on some, something I said on Tuesday about people who stand on principle. It's usually ego. I heard many years ago from Hashem explaining most people's shittas. He said, take a blank piece of paper and write out randomly on different parts of the paper all of your character failings and all the personality flaws. Then draw a big circle around all the words of the paper. Whatever's inside the circle, those are your shittas. Now, for the important thing, I keep hearing about this amazing venture that Tomer flew to Turkey to secure us doubles didn't get the welcome package because they didn't have enough. I didn't know that they ran out and we volunteered to have another family get it instead of us. But I didn't know about the song section of the venture that includes English and Hebrew lyrics, etc. Big, giant. Here, let me show you what it looks like. So I'd like to start an auction and buy one venture from someone in our MDY community who has an extra one. I'll sell mine. The proceeds can go straight to MDY. The bidding can start high and hopefully others will outbid them and go lower and lower until I get a reasonable price. Let the bidding begin. Yoyli Halevi Duppel, by the way, not only Yoyli Halevi is very funny and he has great emails, he also has a very good voice. He was right up there with the Mishorim and the Mizamrim during the whole Shabbos with his low harmony and the high harmony and Gavali stuff. Hi, Rebelli. When I heard your story about ripping out a page of Baba Kama to learn online at Disney World, I couldn't help but tell you this story that happened to me and my son Jake almost two years ago. Listen to this. It's amazing, the story, because it's also happening in Disney World and also with Baba Kama. In January 2022, our family went to Disney for Yeshiva winter break. I was excited that my son Jake told me he wanted to bring his full-size Gemara, Baba Kama, to learn online in Disney as part of his Chazor program. I told him it would not be so practical to bring a whole Gemara into the park, but we could use a photocopy. 
We brought along a photocopy, and while we were learning online, small world, Disney, there was another Yid ahead of us. We didn't know who he was. So us learning, and he was shocked. Yes, we could take a picture. Later on, they ran into him, and he said, you are famous. But Kitzer, it made it to the simple spot, the front page, with the caption, and here it is. Here's the caption. Kiddush Hashem alert, the father and son seen learning Baba Kama in line at Disney theme park. Baba Kama and Disney. Unbelievable. I told Jake, look how you can make a make sure a big impact just by doing your job and learning even online at Disney. You never know who's watching and you never know what an impact you have on another Yid besides the impact you're having on yourself. I was in the live Miami share last Thursday night, but unfortunately I didn't get the chance to come talk to you. Attaching a picture below over time at MDY headquarters. Lashari Chaim Hirsch Yishkoyach Heretz Chaim Levin MDY. Dear Moivirabi Rebellion. Firstly, still on a high from the Shabbaton. The next one can't come soon enough. I even gave some improper recruiting classes. That would be a murder idea if he gave a full fledged, like Friday afternoon, a recruiting class, how to recruit. Hopefully, the participants will be inspired to forge out on their own. I even met some people who were recruited by me and are now staunch MDYers, one who's actually world famous. They drank the MDY Kool Aid. I also, for the first time in my life, I met a real life Eisenbach Mikitzer. Oh, that Eisenbach moved to Israel from Hungary because they didn't feel like their kids had a, a very good education in Hungary, and he made a personal sacrifice and be financial well off in Europe. And that brings it to my Zaydi. He grew up in a small town in Bessarabia. How do you, the family of Bayan Hasidim or Eniklach of the Regina? First come Levin, Eniklach of the Regina. Their town bordered Bessarabia, Romania, Ukraine during World War One, and border kept changing. Kitzer, they, they came, the, 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 the soldiers came in and used to take Yidin for prisoners. Every night, my Zidi, his mother, and his brother would sneak food to the prisoners. On one particular night, they noticed that nobody was guarding the prison due to the battle. Somehow, my Zidi was able to unlock the prisoners and free everyone incarcerated there. Hence, that's why I use the word, Matir Asurim, in my dedication. Your Talmud always, Paris Chaim Levin, MDY. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are we doing here time-wise? Dear Rebelli, I want to thank you for the whole, and the whole team for taking the initiative and putting together such a Gavaldic inspiring Shabbos experience. From the first phone conversation with Yosef Klein, Tom, I knew this is from Gedali Miller, Miller from Keshe Uh I knew it would be an unbelievable event. I'm happy to have served a small part in helping with the logistics, Yishkoyach, Gedalia for that. Bezer Hashem, because he has a lot of experience, so we called on him to, to figure out how to do it, to cater, or this and that. This will be the first of many to come. Hopefully next Shabbaton, you'll be sold out months ahead. This morning I had an idea as a parent. The best Hanukkah gift you could give your child is an opportunity to join MDY. Please sign up your children and present them with a beautiful MDY Gemara. And don't forget to add some MDY merch. In the past, the Baruch Hashem signed up a few individuals that are still listening since COVID. As you're aware, at Keshe Navi Shabbaton, we had Paris Chaim Levin recruit so far over 100 people. I invited... And by the way, I didn't put the two emails together on purpose. I just noticed that it just so happened to be. I invited repair its Chaim to our upcoming Shabbaton Parashas Mikates, December 15th. This is not a plug or anything for his Kesher Nafshi. The Shabbaton Parashas Mikates, December 15th to the 17th, at my full cost, even though we have an annual budget of over $1 million. There's a lot of hints here. Reboisai donate his budget of over $1 million. Reboisai go to his Parashas Mikates, December 15th to 17th. But he Lamaisi gave a full Shabbos to Paris Chaim Levin. So Paris Chaim Levin could go and recruit people. It's unbelievable. I feel this is the future of Klal Yisrael. Chazak, Chazak. I don't know. What's the future of Klal Yisrael? His Shabbaton or MDY? Both. 
Josh Sidman, Sidman. I was in Austin, Texas, listening to Daf Yud Alf, and the video of the Chaylim and the Pinyan Ben reminded me instantly of, of this. My dad, Zuchon al doing my oldest brother's Pinyan Ben without my mom, Zuchon al without the baby, while serving in Korea in the mid-50s. There's a copy of an official U.S. Army photo. So here they are, without the baby, without the mother, doing a Pinyan Ben in 1950-something. Wow. 70 years ago. Um, let me just... Oh, it's over there. It's eight minutes in. Okay. Uh, what do we have here? I've recently learned about your daf. Yoy Mishir, watch him through Torah anytime. I assume that you hold this Shabbos daf, Shumotzi Shabbos, when it can be Torah. How, how, when can one benefit from those Shiro? Live, YouTube, Torah, anytime. So, Motzi Shabbos is nine o'clock, we said? Yeah. Wow, that gives you a lot of time to prepare. Yishkoyach. So it's going to be live on YouTube at 9 o'clock. It's live on Zoom at 9 o'clock. Huh? Central. And if you're in New York, that's 10 o'clock. Thank you, Mordechai. I just like what he wrote on the bottom here. Essi Arshadnia, PMP, Black Belt, Lean Six Sigma. Mazak. It's dangerous. Six Sigma is that. Yeah. So maybe it's uh, maybe he's not maybe he's a black belt in business. Okay, the Masechta for the unity of Am Yisrael, the month. Lilish was chayv ben Moshe and Lilish was chayv ben Yosef. Paras Chodesh, Refua Shlema for David Vora Bas Sara Gersh Moshe's ben Moshe's mother. Atzlocha Paras Chodesh Atzlocha Luschos Yosemir ben Rachel and Yidden worldwide. Paras Shavu Amor Chetzpazik. His grandmother was just after Fagish Prince of Basrav Yitzchok Tzapaznik Olei HaShalom Mer Neshama Heaven Aliyah Paras HaShavuah Alan Khan Yocheven Mino Bad Avram and Amun Arifka Bad Ben Yom and Zuchan Levrocha The Paras HaYoyim is the Refuah Shleim of Ariel Rachel Bas Shendel In the Ardemon the Yisim and Chai Sarif All the Shusim that come from supporting Limudat Torah Rabo Here we go we are holding Daf Tesva Vomadalaf, six lines down. This is Mamish for Nisim even a flight. Well, yeah, obviously, if the shear goes more than an hour, it could have Nisim. It's one of the only times that on a Thursday we start like six lines into the next number. So we know that Karen, here's a riddle. It's not a riddle, it's just a Shiloh in Babakama. Karen has a difference between a Tam and a Muad. First three times, you only pay 50%. When, and we learned this in this Masechta, when does Regal, who doesn't have a Tam and a Muad, when does Regal pay 50%? Who said? Simi. You're anonymous from Lakewood. Your brother-in-law said the answer. Simi Mandelbaum. Troyros, Chatsi Nezik Troyros. Okay, good. We got we got people. We had some complaints from the the Olam in RBS. Baruch Hashem, like twenty to thirty people come every morning and they watch the shear and they criticize my jokes and stuff, including Mendy, of course. He's the Rosh criticizers. Yishkoyach Mendy. But they said that the Olam is not on top. Like sometimes I make mistakes and the Olam's not jumping in and correcting me. You have to jump in. You have to show. We're holding. 
Vahanoshim bechlal hanezek. Women are also chayiv when they damage or they're in the damage. Menanimili. How do you know that women and men are equal when it comes to damages? Menanimili. So the Gemara gives us three different psukim. Um, and the Gemara is going to say we need all of them. It's three different areas in the Torah that women are equal to men. A man or a woman. We're talking about a Shua Sheker. The Torah compared a woman to a man. Therefore, a woman is chayv. She can't say, oh, I'm potter in, in all the, the mitzvahs. Therefore, I'm not chayv in a verse or whatever. No. The Torah says men and women are equal. You punish him, you punish her. MMA she goes ahead and she damages somebody else's, her animal damages another person's animal or property. She's high just like a man. In front of all of you, men and women. So again, so we have Baishwa Shekhar. And we have Mishpat and Dinim. And what's the third one? The Bechis gave her basically a glee to Tanama Krav, the Hamis, Ish, or Isha, talking about a shark going back to Baba Kama. That if a, a, a bull killed a man or a woman, Ishwa Kosov, Isha, Le Ish, Lechol, Misa Shabatira, you have to pay something called Koifer. Yeah, the value of the person, Chomisa Shabatira. If, if a woman if you kill a woman, you're chayiv just as much as you kill a man. There's no difference. You can't say, oh, she's just a woman. Or she's just not chayiv as many mitzvahs as a man. You kill a woman, you're chayiv misa just like you kill a man. Utsrichi says the Gemara, and all three of these limudim are needed. If you only told me the shvuas, sheker, beautiful. Ah, you made my night. Thank you. Come more often. The boy said, he came at a perfect time. Listen to this line over here that the Lord says. When a person swears falsely, says the Gemara, listen to these words, Hasamu dechas rachmano. Chas is a lotion of rachmanos. The Torah had rachmanos on this person, ki la kapara. A kapara is a rachmanos. It's not a bad, it's not a punishment. It's comes from pity, from Hashem having pity on us, so he gives us a kapara. Maisa with the Arizal, guy came to the Arizal to complain or to ask him, why does he have so many Yisurim? So many. And that's not my fault. And, and he fell asleep waiting in line. And as he fell asleep, he dreamt that he was Nifter. He went up to Shemaim and he started putting his mitzvahs and Averis on a scale. And then it wasn't very good. It wasn't looking good. He had like more Averis. So and they took all his Yisurim and they put it on the scale. And the scale started going like this. But it wasn't good enough. It was like missing some Yisurim. So in his dream, he starts begging. He says, please give me more Yisurim so I can go like this. I get it. And then he woke up. In other words, Yisurim, it's easy to say when you don't have them. But people understand that Yisurim, are for your good. In order that she should have a kapara. So a woman needs a kapara. She doesn't want to go to Elam without a kapara. 
She doesn't go to Gehenna. She's Kapara, just like a man is Kapara. So that's why she's in the parsha of Shua Sheker. If she swore falsely, she's a Kapara. She's the same as a man. But when it comes to to, to Halachas, Ish, the Bar Matanin, maybe a man who, especially in those days, only men went out to work, Ishaloi, so all those Halachas of Mishpatim, stealing and cheating and all this stuff, is for a man, act a certain way in business. It wasn't said for a woman. So, Mel, I need to tell it to you by Dinim as well, that a woman is equal to a man. And if I would just say by Dinim, People won't deal with a woman. If people know that a woman could cheat and not, she's not going to suffer any consequences, nobody's going to want to do business with her. So it's for her, her good that she has consequences and that she cannot cheat just like a man can cheat. She can't steal. She can't put in the fake weights and all that stuff that they used to do. Or still do. Right, I told you that, my side. I wasn't thinking about saying it, but there was a store in Ramavajamir. I bought something by weight and it really bothered me. Like, didn't make sense that it was like that price and it was exactly equal. I don't even remember. So I waited for the guy to leave the store and then I went back into the store. I said, I want to return it. And it was actually a different price. It was, it was off by one shekel, which is not the end of the world, but one shekel in his favor. It was like 49. And he just, he rounded it off to 50. It's wrong. That's Gneva. That's Pachi Gneva. A shekel is probably, uh, you smile, I'm telling you. It's, it's like, it's sad to see. Like, but to me, it was like, what? I bought this item and it was exactly 50 shekel. N- not one iota to this way or that way. Something didn't make sense to me at the time. And it, okay, whatever the story was, fine. But I guess people do that till this very day. Avakaparo paro, ishtabar mitzvah in, isho delabas mitzvah loy. So, oh, sorry. Vyashmin Dino, Gerda, the Hevel Chayusa, that she should have, she should be able to make a living. Al Kaparo, Ishtabar Mitzvah in Isha, the Lavas Mitzvah Loi. But by Kaparo, so think about this for a second. This, this is unbelievable. A person who has mitzvahs, why would that be a reason why? A man is chayv in all the mitzvahs. That should be a reason why if he dies, you have to pay kaifer. A woman that doesn't have so many mitzvahs as a man, so if you kill her, maybe you shouldn't have to pay kaifer. You shouldn't have to pay. Kaifer is the, the value of the, the person. So maybe you don't have to pay. Why would I have such a habit in a Well, what could be a svar in that? Erechen. Huh? Erechen. But the Erechen, at least, there's something for a woman. There's, but I, I hear so Rashi says something much incredible. I think we have to see it inside. Ishtabar mitzvahs. Mishalem balashor koifer leyarshim. Mishum debatlim in mitzvahs. Says Rashi, why are you paying koifer? You're paying, oh, you think, oh, I'm paying koifer because you killed somebody and the person has a life and his life is valuable and he can have children and they didn't do. He's not going to be able to go to his kids' chasen on this and that. So you pay, you pay. A, no. What you did when you killed somebody is you took away his opportunity to perform mitzvahs. That's what you did. You hear this? Isn't that murdic? And I would think, since a woman has so few mitzvahs compared to a man, so maybe, okay, there's no kaifer. I would have such a habamina. 
A man is crazy about the mitzvahs. He's mechuyiv to learn Torah, to do this and fill in all every the whole day mitzvahs, mitzvahs. So when you kill him, you have to pay his yarshim a penalty. Look what you took away from him. Took away all these mitzvahs. It's, I thought it's fascinating that Rashi said that. That that's what you took away. Exactly, paying for the potential. Well, I always knew that you're paying for the potential. I always thought that the, the what, what a guy does when a guy kills somebody is you're taking away the potential generations. This person could have had thousands of descendants in a in hundred years. You took all that away. No, you took away the potential of mitzvahs. Okay, so we just explained kapara and living avlin yiktala. Oh, here this word is avlin yiktala ish the bar mitzvah l'shalim koyfer yishalai. When it comes to killing, this is where Rashi says. It. Sorry, this is where Rashi. So lachamol, let's go back. Viashmin dina keichad levi lechayusa av kapara that she should have a kapara ish the bar mitzvah in ish the levi mitzvah a man has many more mitzvahs. That's why maybe he should have kapara, not her. We have two svaras, one for kapara, forgiveness, and, and making a living. Avalin kitala, ish. Put it back. Yeah. Ish. But when it comes to killing somebody, ish, the bar mitzvah, you kill the woman, maybe you shouldn't have to pay kaifa. Okay, maybe you, you killed a woman, you, you, you took away her life, so that's why you have to pay. But when it comes to kapara, for, for swearing, for, for swearing falsely, and for talking about mominess, for, for the dinam of, of mishpatim. There's no life lost with mishpatim and with uh, falsely swearing. Fine. So that's why I need all three. Yeah? If you just showed up. Um, both the Nizuk and the Mazik are in the payment. What does that mean? And this is a beautiful Sugya. This, we need to know Palganizka when a Karen, when a bull gores another bull, and it's his first, second, third time that he's doing it, he only pays 50%. What's going on? It's a beautiful Shiloh. What happened? Why does he pay 50%? Is it a discount that we're giving him? Or actually, we're increasing what he was supposed to pay. He wasn't supposed to pay anything. And we said, we'll give you a penalty. You have to pay 50%. Or well, perhaps it means, no, he should have paid 100%. And because this is the first time, we're going to lower it down to, to 50%. Big nafkamina. Palganiska, the fact that you only pay 50%. Rapapa Mamamoyna, Rapapa says it's regular chiyuf tashlumim, you have to pay it. You had to pay more. Now we're only saying pay half. Ravuna brother Yeshua Amar, Knasa, and Ravuna, in the name of Yeshua, says, no, it's a knas. What's the huge nafkamina, explains Rashi? Yeah, so that's uh, all these soy that we had. Meaning, 
if it's just a penalty that the Torah imposed on this person, so the halacha is, your axe goes and kills another bull, you could run to Bezin and say, hey, my bull just killed another bull, and because it's a penalty, they'll say, you, you, you don't owe anything. Forget about it. You don't owe a, you don't owe a thing. Why? Because it's a knas. But if you have to pay 100%, just the Torah took off 50 and said you only have to pay 50, so you could be might as much as you want, you can admit to it, and it's not going to help you. Papa Omar, why does Papa say that's considered regular chiyob? A typical bull, you can't really guard. And the Allah should have been, technically speaking, you should have paid 100%. Again, the same lotion as before. The Torah has Rachmanas on you. But over here, it's something else. Torah has Rachmanas on you. Since your bull didn't prove himself that he's a damager, so there's a, you know what? Just pay 50%. It's a penalty. Let's get the question well because we're going to go into a bunch of rice here. Again, question is is. The 50% that a Tom pays when he gores, when he does all his damage, when he bites a mirror off a car, when he stomps on a car, he only pays 50% in the first three times. Is that a penalty or it's a discount? It seems like it should be neither because the person that got damaged obviously deserved to be compensated. Something bad happened to them. But the person that did the damage, it's his animal. He had no control. Something bad happened to both of them. So you do a compromise. Let me ask you something. If a person owns an animal and his animal dies, he deserves a compensation? Well, something bad happens. So, something, a lot of bad things. Uh, ha- bad things happen to everybody every day. So you get compensated every time a bad thing happens to you? What are you, from, from those colleges? Yeah, a bad thing happened to him. His animal dropped dead. Now what? Who are you going to go after? No one. No, okay, so just because something bad happened, it doesn't mean that you deserve money. Something bad happened. Somebody's, some guy's wild animal jumped over the fence and killed your animal. Perhaps, I'm just throwing this out. Maybe he doesn't deserve anything. Zero. It was a mistake. Things happen. And if a wild uh, animal that, 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 lives in, that lives in the jungle came and, and killed his animal, again, he doesn't get a compensation. So, Tyre said, you know what? He shouldn't get anything. But you were slightly negligent here. Yes, he didn't know about his bad behavior. Pay him 50%. That's one way to look at it. Says Gemara, that's why this Machlaik is here. Says Gemara, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that analogy soon. Says Gemara like this. Tanan. We learned in the Mishnah, in our Mishnah it says, both the, the one that damages, the one that damaged, they are both part of the payment. Sigmar says a beautiful thing here. If you say that it's a monetary, did I skip? Lines. Maybe. He holds that most bulls, you're able. They, 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 they take care of themselves. They don't damage. And therefore, you shouldn't pay at all. And the Torah said, he's right, I think I did skip. And the Torah says, let's give him a penalty. So that he should watch his bull, even if 
maybe he thought he didn't have to. So now, what about our Mishnah? So we have a right from our Mishnah. It says in the Mishnah, both parties, the damager and the damaged, they participate in the payment. What does that mean? So I'll just say about pet. Very, very simple. If there's a payment due, the guy deserves 100 and all he got was 50 because the other guy got a discount. So both participate in the payment. The Nizik had to pay 50%. The Mazik lost 50%. It's 50% that he deserved. So he participated in the payment. But if it's a penalty, in other words, he deserved zero, yeah? If the guy deserved the big fat zero, and the Torah said, you, you Mazik have to pay 50% out of your pocket because I'm giving you a penalty, so then it doesn't make sense to say that the one that was damaged, he also participated 50% by not, by not receiving more. Why? Because, as example I gave you before, this is not in Rashi, this is, I just thought of this example, I think it's very, very there. When a person loses an animal, he has a dedicated cow that he's been working with for 25 years, and Nebuch, the cow, is nifter. After a terrible machlev, the cow is nifter. Does anybody compensate him? No. What does he get for it? Zero. So in this case, where the, the guy that was damaged should have gotten al piyalacha zero, comes along one person and gives him a gift of 50. So you can't consider the other 50 as if he's participating and he also uh, contributed to the, to the payment 50. One was a penalty. And the other 50 was, that's it. It's a loss. He didn't participate. You know what I'm saying? If the mazik was high of 100 and the tire let him off the hook and said only pay 50, then you could say that since he deserved 100, so he's participating 50 but not, but not receiving the whole thing. The 50 that he's not receiving, that's his participation and contribution to the, to the whole sum of 100. But if it's a penalty, it makes no sense to say, it's not tashlumim. The whole thing is just a gift. There's no payment here. Says the Gemara inside. If you say that it's a true payment, but he only has to pay 50%, then I could say that the Nizak, the one that was damaged, he had to participate in the other 50%. The other man says that it's a knas, it's a penalty, since he, the whole 50 that he received was just a gift from Hashem. He didn't deserve it at all. You think he participated? He didn't give anything. Sharp. I heard a beautiful line here. Here, stop. First of all, uh, a woman told the Navardika Bachar, said, you know, I saw the cat eat your butter. So he says, it wasn't my butter. She says, no, 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 was, I saw, it was your butter, you put it down, it was your butter. He said, no, if the cat took it, then it wasn't mine. As I, as I cook. In other words, if it's over here, if it's not, if you don't deserve it, then it's not yours. So it's not Tashlum, fine. But I, stop, this reminded me, I think because... The shita of this year is to explain good pshat. Before we go anywhere, before we fly out of control, 
and mefarshim and all that. Good, good pshat to understand what was going on. So mm-hmm. somebody told me a vart that uh, a rebbe in a yeshiva gedolah, you know, rebbe for 18, 19 year olds, he decided to take a job with 13, 14 year olds in yeshiva Tana. So they asked him why. He said because yeshiva Tana, the the rebbe's job is to say the choice better than than the, the next guy. Better than the next guy. Say, when you Doila, his job is to say better than the Ktsois. And that I don't want to do. I want to say good pshat. Okay, fine. I could hear them already in Ramabha Chavish. You should have said it like this, like that. Okay, fine. Zog the Gemara. Oh. Let's see if we have a chart here. Maybe this is a surprise. What's this? Oh, no, no. This is not it. This is something else. Okay. So we don't have a charge for that. Okay. So. Pchas is as follows. Oh, you know, I do have... Let me just go through it quickly. It's in the wrong place. Here we go. It's time to, to remember this Yisai. Oh, I didn't put it on the chart. When a bull kills another bull, he's a man that kills another bull. And that bull's worth $1,000. How much does the time have to pay? 50%, $500. Wait, before he pays 500 we go and we see how much is the bull that's dead worth. The bull that's dead is worth 200. So how much does he have to pay? 300. But before they even had a chance to go to Besden, this and that, without refrigeration, without a tractor, this and that, the bull started smelling up and started rotting away. And now the bull's only worth 100. The, the owner of the town doesn't have to pay that 100. The, the owner of the bull... He takes a loss of 100. So how much is he going to get at the end of the day? He's going to get 400, right? Because the bull is worth 200 minus 100. The, the guy, the owner of the town pays 300. He sells his rotting novella for 100. He gets a total of 400 instead of 500. So he took 100 loss. That's called pchas novella. Pchas novella. Okay? So... We're talking about that the guy is he's receiving 50%. He should have received 500. And instead, he should have received 500 from a knas. Even if we talk about a knas. He should have received 500 because of the knas. Today he's receiving how much? 400 with the knas. So then he did participate in the payment. You're telling me that when it's a knas, it doesn't make sense to say that the owner of the dead bull participated in the payment because everything he's receiving is a gift. You're right, it's a gift. But the gift was a $500 gift. And now we only received a $400 gift. So he participated $100 in the entire payment. Not the $600, not the $500 that the time doesn't pay. What within the time he should have received the full 500, and today's only receiving 400. 
So that means that the owner of the dead animal is participating somewhat in the payment. Says Gemara, if that's the case, that's something we already learned. Yeah, you remember the beginning, this is not the first time that we're learning about the idea of Pachasnevelo. That says in the mission, the first mission of Tashlumi Nezek, the Lamech Abalim Tapal Minvelo. We said, what does it mean, Tashlumi Nezek? That the owner, the Nezek, has to deal with the animal. In other words, if there's a loss, in the, if it becomes rotted or whatever, that's his loss, the Nezek. Says Gemara, you're right. But one is talking about one thing, and we're talking about another thing. We have to say this halacha of Pachasnevelo, whether in my case, the case that we just discussed, the Tam did it, or Amur did it, what's Richa? And why, do, why would I think it's different? The Ashmin Tam, because if I said this halacha, Pachasnevelo by Tam, Shem Dakati lo yai, he didn't become Amur yet, Amur yet, Amur A bull that's done this over and over, maybe the owner should, should pay for all the ratted flesh. Why should I put it on the on the guy that got damaged? Kamash will know, even when he's a bucky in killing other animals, the owner of the dead animal takes care of the body. And if I just said it by Mu'ad, maybe the owner, the, the owner of the, the, the damager doesn't have to pay for ratted meat. Why? Because he's paying a full price. He's getting off the hook anyway. Maybe since he's getting off the hook, he's only paying 500. Maybe he should pay the full 500, not 400. Okay. Again, what's the Shiloh? Is Tom that pays 50%, is it a penalty or it's a discount? What's the difference between a tam and a mood? I'll tell you, let me give you a list of things that are different between a tam and a mood. A tam pays half a nezek, whatever he's valued at. So let's say, okay, this animal is worth $1,000. He went and he destroyed a Ferrari. Ferrari cost $250,000. How much does the Tom pay? Half of the 250. Oh, yeah, I took a wrong number. Uh, Ferrari costs 200, okay? 200. 200,000. So half of that is 100,000. Even Panovich could do a math like that. 250 gets too complicated. 125. Okay. 100. But he doesn't have to pay $100,000. How much does he have to pay? $1,000. His own value. What he's value, his, his body's worth a, a thousand. Here, take my animal, my Tom, Shalma Yisrael. He damaged $200,000, he gets away with a thousand. Huh? No, he should have paid. His, his damage was $200,000. He should pay, in this case, $100,000. But because we only go up to the value of his, what he's worth, it's topped out at a thousand. But if he's, he's done this three times already, so he has to pay $200,000. And if, if he doesn't have, if the bull is only worth 1000 you go to his house, you start grabbing stuff, says Rashi. You don't grab, the best will take his leichter and his car and his karka, whatever we have to take away. From the best property. And if you are right, why don't we say this, this, uh, this nafkamino uh, here. That what? If it's a knas, so knas, you get away with admitting to it. So it's a huge enough kamina. If the animal's a tam, any damaged uh, Ferrari, you run to Bez and you say, I damaged the Ferrari, you don't even have to pay $1,000. Zero. And if he's a mood, he has to pay $200,000. Huge enough kamina, it, it should be there in the list. 
Says You're right. It should be in the list, but we didn't bring everything in the list. There's other thing. But if you took things out of the list, you need at least two. What's the second thing? My When a tam kills a person, you don't have to pay half a koifer. A muad has to pay koifer. A tam should pay half the damages. In this case, he doesn't pay anything. Says Gemara, but Imishum Chazi Koyfer loves Yuru. That's not that's not a good one to take off the list. Hamani Rabbi Zeglili, Doma Tam Shalom Chazi Koyfer. According to Rabbi Zeglili, you do pay half a Koyfer, and if you do pay half a Koyfer, that's already a regular Tam. It's already included in the difference between a Tam and a Muot. Toshma. So what's the question again? Is Chazi Nezek that a Tam pays? It is. A, is it a penalty? He shouldn't have paid at all. Is it Knas? Or as a mom, and he should have paid 100%, but we gave him a discount. Hey, Ms. Shoyer is plenty. A person is moide. He comes to, to Bezin, a big tzaddik. My shark killed somebody. My shark, a shark shall plenty, or my shark killed another animal. Oh, what do you see? If he does have to pay, that's a right. That's not moide, it's not a knas. It's mother. My love, Tam. Aren't you talking about a case of Tam? Not a right, because we're not even talking about a Tam. We're talking about a mood. And when it comes to a mood, you can't admit anything. There's no, there's no admission in court. Oh, Avatamai. But what about a Tam? You think I didn't think about your answer? You're going to tell me it's not talking about a Tam. It's talking about a mood. Great. But even if you're right that it's talking about a mood, but what's the Allah by a Tam? You're telling me that he won't pay. Why? Because it's a Knaz and it's Knaz Spotter. The Mishnah jumps to another case completely where he's hotter. What's the case? When he admits that my axe killed somebody else's slave, he doesn't have to pay. Why do you have to jump to the case of a slave? Live like listen to the day. Just tell me in one case, two nafkaminas. Now what? You're telling me that the whole mission, the beginning of the mission is talking about a mood. So I'll tell you two cases. One is when an uh, animal is a mood, then he has to pay even though he admits. And the other case is when the animal's a tam, if he admits, he doesn't have to pay. Why are you jumping to a story where the ox killed an evet? I'll tell you why. We don't want to go to a case of tam. We, we want to give you a Mishnah that tells us two different cases in a mood. Fine. Toshma. Zakla. If a, uh, a bull killed a slave that's worth one shekel. How much does he have to pay? 30 shekel. What's 30 shekel? 30 shekel is a kanas. He, he doesn't have to pay this 30 shekel. If it's more, if the 30 shekel equals more than his damage, he doesn't have to pay if he admits. What does that mean? My love, you see from here, if he if he had to pay more than he damaged, then he doesn't pay if he admitted. And it's mashma that if it was less than what he damaged, that what? That that's a raya that. If it's a knas, my lap, that even that it's not a knas, it can't be a knas because if it's less than what he damaged, that's like in our case, that he pays less, which would be 
it's a simon that that's a knas, he does have to pay, even though he admitted. So you see, it's not a knas. So the dig has to be not less. We start off. It says if he if he admits to something that's more than he damaged, so you can infer from that less. No, what you infer for is if it's exactly what he damaged. In other words, both below damage and above damage is what. If I tell you, listen, think about this for a second. You damage the hundred, and I make you pay one hundred fifty. What is that called? A knas. And if you pay, if you damage the hundred, and you and I made you pay fifty, what is that called? Also knas. The both knas. The both types of. If you're not paying what you damaged, then then something's off here. Then it means that Hashem said you have to pay something else. It's a knas. So then the obvious question is, then why does it say only one case? That he he paid more than the damage. Listening, because it's whether you went above and whether you went below, you, you both, you, you don't have to pay for either if you admit. So then it should just say, if you don't pay exactly what you damage, then you potter. The mashma pach is a mashma yaiser. Tiyufta. That's a very good question. Usually a tiyufta is a bomb question, and there's no answer to it. So second later, the Gemara says, even though I have a bomb question, how good in this kaknas? You should know. The Allah is that we pass in that the 50% that a tam pays is a knas. And therefore what? knas Potter. That's the Gemara. Makes no sense what you just said. To you, you ask me a bomb question and then you pass in a second later? Says Gemara in. Yes. Time am I have to you What was your big bomb question? Because you said the wrong word. It should have said if a person admits exactly to what he to what he to what he damaged, then he's chayiv, and otherwise he's potter. Well, I couldn't say that. Why? Because it's not so clear to say it like that. Now. Is that one of the most famous Musagim from Babakal? There's something called Chatzinezik Tzroiroiz, the Hilchas Gemirlo, the Mamoinohu. There's a Lacha, the Moish Messina, that says that even though he pays half, it's not a Knas. It's Mamoin. So here's the, let's just do this. Here. Chatzinezik Tzroiroiz looks like this. It's in Rosh Hashanah because Regal is chayv in Rosh Hashanah, not Rosh Hashanah. And he Regal, there's no time and mood by Regal, so he should be chayv how much? Hundred percent. But because it's a special Allah Mishma Sinai that if he uh, a stone squirts out of his foot and, and breaks something down, only has to pay fifty percent. It's not Karen. It's Regal. Is that a scrum or no? That it, and it's not a knas, it's moment. That's why here's a, a case where he paid less than the damage. And he cannot admit to it in Bezdin. He can't say, hey, he can't run fast and say, Raboisai, I want to admit something. I want to admit about a knas. That what? That my shower was walking and he, 
a stone shot out of his foot and, and broke the, 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 the barrel. He'd still be chayev. Why? Because it's not a knas. Hilchah said that it's moment. When it comes to regal, that's moment. And Mamele can't be in that price. Anyway, says the Gemara like this. Bashlam is paganiska knasa. What? Still there. What's next over here? Let me just see. No, I'm looking over here. Ah. Okay, let's see what he did here. This is all stuff that came up after I left. So this is this is the this is the thing that we just discussed. You have a time that's worth a thousand, and he damaged a bull that's worth a thousand dollar damages. So you should pay the value on top doesn't make sense. It says in the bottom a thousand. You should pay five hundred. I get it. And now that he's dead and rotted, uh, it went down a hundred. So the kids are, he only owes 400. That's what we discussed before. Okay, very good. Ooh, that's, uh, okay, that's the next one. It's looking more like this. Here, we're holding already. The hash, that was Palganis Kaknosa. But now that we already established Lahalacha, that the 50% that a time pays is a penalty. Check this out. Beautiful picture. A dog who eats a large sheep. And a cow that eats a large chicken. That's weird. It's Mishunah. It's different. Yeah, we say on Pesach. That would be Mishunah. For a cat to kill a goat. It says even to kill a large chicken is Mishunah. So, okay. So, now you have a dog that does weird stuff. Even though he's eating, it's Shen. He's eating, but it's a weird eating. It's 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 similar to a bull ripping off a mirror from a car with his teeth. <clears throat> so what? in Bavel, since it's a knas, we just established that chiyuv would be a knas. If he's a tam, you'd have to pay a half an ezek, and it's a penalty. There's no penalties in Bavel. They didn't. They don't. They don't have smicha. They're not. They cannot paskin, can't paskin on Knossos. And therefore, they can't be goiva. Two things. First of all, a person told me, Amaisa, that in a Moshav and Israel, that he was there, they, they had a lot of sheep. So they bought these very big dogs to take care of the sheep, protect them from the wolves, whatever. And um, they once had, I think they shechted one of the sheep, and they had a head of a sheep. So they decided they're going to treat the dog with the head of the sheep. So they, they tossed the, the, the sheep to the head of the sheep to the dog. And it says the biggest mistake they ever did. From that day on, the dogs were killing the sheep. They like trained the sheep, the dogs, to eat sheep. So he says, stop, I thought it was an interesting thing. So in Parsha Shavua, this week, another interesting thing had, that's Mishunah. The, the measure says that Esau, when he couldn't get Sayyid for Yitzchak, so he, he shechted a dog. And, he, and, and what he gave Yitzchak was a dog. You ever heard of this? Yeah. I'm talking about a dog in Mishuna. Fine. And that's the, 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 the Gehenim that, that the Yitzchak smelled or whatever. Okay. <laughs> These are talking about these are large animals. 
If the small, some even want to say it's talking about a, a cat, that a cat, it is the dare of a cat to kill birds. They kill a lot of birds, cats. I think, I forgot the number, like hundreds of millions of birds a year. That if the halacha is that you can't go after the mazik because of the kanas, but if the nizik goes and grabs, you could go after him. So Yakim from the Koilo told me, Amaisa, maybe he doesn't want me to say it in his name, so I won't say it in his name. <laughs> in Yeshiva, he learned the Hebrew. There was a big tzaddik and a masman in his room, in a room. And uh, I don't know if he said his room, in a room. And he would set the alarm clock at 5 o'clock in the morning. He wanted to get up every morning at 5 o'clock. Then he ate Sahara, so he'd snooze and snooze. But it bothered the Bakram terribly. And they would tell him, I have to get up, kids are. So they go to Roshio. So he just said, look, in Babakam, we just learned after Zvavim Beis that you can take from the Mazik. You can take from the Mazik. So take from the Mazik. Take the Mazik. That's what he said. Take the Mazik. So they understood, take from the Mazik. What he meant is take the, the alarm clock. What happened was, the guy, he wakes up in the morning, like at 8 o'clock, he wakes up in the bathroom. Because they took the Mazik. They took him with his whole bed in the middle of the night and they dumped him in the bathroom. The Meshgiach came. He's like, what chutzpah is it? Roshiva said, we should take the mazik. Uh, not the mazik. He meant the, the, the alarm clock. Okay, fine. Zog the Gemara. Yeshiva Maises. Says the Gemara, and, V'tofas lemefkinimine, if the nizak comes and grabs in the mazik, he's not going to go all the way to Bavl. So he grabs something, so you don't take it out of him. V'yomar, kivuli zimna dazlin lara di Yisro. Kavinalei. If he says, I want to go to Eretz Yisrael and have this uh, fought out in Eretz Yisrael and they're going to pass him that I get a knas. So we have to make him an appointment. And if the mazik doesn't go, we put him in cheirim. But either way, we have to put this guy in cheirim. Why? Because he has a terrible animal running around causing massive damage. The Rebbe says, Sign your Rebbe have a bad dog in your house. So over here you can be medayik if you want. Although I think there's a Gemara that says you shouldn't have any dog. But maybe. But over here the Gemara says, before we get to any other Gemara, so over here the Gemara says, you're not allowed to have a ra, kelev ra, a pit bull, a ra. Those little dogs I don't think are nichlal in ra. So I want to say, oh, it's all. And then, you know, this is the famous Gemara in Brachas, uh, David Amelech had dogs. So he said, okay, it was not in the base, so it was outside of his house, in the Chatz, Shleim Amelech had what to do. Dogs want to eat David Amelech, the whole thing. Valyamid, Sulam Ru, and a person should not have a rickety, rackety ladder in his house. How do you know this? You're not allowed to have a roof without a mica, without a, a fence. And Memela, anything else that's similar to that, a dog that could kill. The Gemara talks about a dog having a woman miscarry because of it. Different Gemaras that dogs could cause damage, obviously. So we have a dog that, that, that could cause damage. It's, it's a derisa. What else is this? a derisa? It's manazah. There's something very shkiach uh, here in Chicago, especially a gun. A gun without a safe, for instance. A lot of kids have died from it. They find their parents' guns and they... They think it's, uh, you know, they know what they're doing and they, they kill themselves. There's a story with a kid, a two-year-old kid shot his mother. Um, 
But another thing that I would venture to say, that it's also in Ruchnius. If a person has unfiltered internet in his house, it could be like Sassan Dama Vesecha. Mavs like that. There's Ruchnius also. Zog di Gemara. Says the Mishnah, what? Image. I love it. It's a great image. I can't really see what it says here. Oh, 56. Okay, so let's see if we could just go through this Mishnah quickly. We're familiar with this Mishnah. This is five times five muads. A behema is not a muad to do karen. Part of karen, we said, a told of karen, which is really a av, but it's the subcategory of karen, is to gore, to push, to bite off a mirror, and to lay on a chair deliberately, to break it, and to kick a car. Hashem but Shen, that is no time and mood. It's right away, it's a mood to eat. That's what's good for it. In other words, when it eats for its benefit and enjoyment, then it's chayiv nezik shal. Haregel, and walking, when it breaks things, when it walks, but not tzroyers. Tzroyers is a shot of a stone that comes out, not direct contact from its foot to a cleat. Vishar amuot, and a shor that did it three times is a muot. Vishar hamazik bishusadizik. Even a shor that's a tam, but it went directly into the other property, then he's chayev, nezik shalom. The adam and a human being, adamud la'ilam, a human being is chayev. Hazeev, we have picture time here. <clears throat> this is Zeev. Vari, I'm not going to show you yet. Vahadoiv. And a beer. Vahanomer, vahar bardlos. They say a bardlos is a cheetah. Uh, a, a leopard is a nomer. It happens to be my favorite animal, only because it's a beautiful animal. The one on the left, powerful. It has all milas, fast. The whole thing, it could carry double its weight up a tree. And I saw it with my own eyes. It carries like a, a, not a zebra that it can't carry, but a, what do you call it? A um, impala. Literally, no problem. Just runs up a tree with it. Very, very powerful. Anyway, next. Barbardos. Here's a Shaila, our boy. Here's the Shaila. The Bardolus, the cheetah, could run. It's the fastest runner in the world. It could run close to 70 miles an hour. So the Shaila is, then why does the Mishnah say, Rotzka Tzvi? Here's the Shaila. Rotzka Tzvi. Tzvi doesn't come close to Bardolus. Oh. So I've said this many times, but I heard this from Remailich. Remailich Biderman says that uh, a tzvi could outrun a bardless for many, many miles. Bardless, a cheetah could run for 60 seconds at 70 miles an hour. 60-something miles an hour. But that's it. It gets tired, and you see it. After it catches an animal, it can't eat it. It sits there, and it, it huffs and it puffs for minutes, for a very long time. Meanwhile, other animals come and take it from him. Never. So this is Remailich. You want to be Matzeh and Abed Hashem. You got to go for the long run. You got to be able to, to stick it out. You come with a with a bread. Oh, I'm going to learn now. Ooh, I'm going to do it for the chaylim. I don't know what. Ooh, for half an hour and then pff, peters out. It's not. Dafyoyimi, learning every day. Consistency. Consistency. For the long run. That's that's what HaKadosh Baruch wants. Rats katzvi. Akoponim. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah real quickly. And this, I have a video that happened. Ooh. Did I say Nachash? Nachash. So just yesterday, two days ago, I was in the Everglades. I did not see this. 
But this is a picture in the Everglades of a Burmese python. It's an invasive species, and they have tens of thousands of them in the Everglades. Because one Meshugana released his python in there, and it doesn't belong there, and it eats gators, it eats everything in there. They used to have bunnies over there. No more rabbits, nothing. No rabbits in the Everglades, they're all eaten. The kids are, they go around killing these guys. They already killed over 10,000, and there's many, many more. These things weigh 200 pounds and more. They don't, they, they don't bite. They, they squeeze the, their, their prey, and they can literally, there's pictures of them swallowing a full gator alive. Just the whole thing. I'll go upon him. That's a, now, I just want to show you quickly that if you trained a lion, any more of them, there's no more. So this happened just yesterday. This, is, this video is going around. In Italy. Look what happened here. Look at the street. This is Mamish in Italy. But he's a trained lion from a circus. He got away. They, they actually ended up catching him. Have a wonderful day. Oh, we got to do Tehillim. We'll do Shira Malis, yeah? Shira Malois, mi mama kim, kursicho adinoi, adinoi, shimo vikoili, tienos de kokashu voice, the koyo daranunoi, ima boinois, tishmoyo, adoinoi, mia amoi, kim hoas nihol, imanti vore, kivisi adinoi, kivso nafshi, vilvaroi, faulty, nafshi ladinoi, shimrim la boike, shimrim la boike. Yachel Israel el Adinoi, Kim Adinoi Achesed Varbei Moifedus, Buhu Yivdes Israel, Miko El Abunitso, Achei Nukobes Israel, Anasunim Bitsoro Vishivio, Hoim de Bain Bayo, Mubain Bayabosho, Hamokim Rachim Alevi, Timit Soler Boho, Miafelo Lioro, Mishivil Gulo, Ashtob Agalov, Isman Kurib, Rimarome, Shkoya, Adun Shabbos, tomorrow, Bezor Shem at one o'clock, I believe. And Moshe Shabbos at 9 o'clock.